0: Taking control of macOS Ventura with Joe Kissel. This is Mac Voices. This week's Mac Voices is supported by Collide. Collide is an endpoint solution that uses the most powerful untapped resource in IT, end users. Learn more at collide.com slash macvoices. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. Folks, it's a great day because we get to welcome back after way too long a time, Mr. Joe Kissel from Take Control Books. Joe, it's great to see you with a with a sexy new blue background. <laughs> you yeah, see,
1: it looks green to me, but yeah, OK. Ah. Uh, <laughs> it's not because I'm colorblind. Uh, it's because I use technology. But uh, hi. Nice to be here. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, it's it's been too long. We have a we have a lot of take control stuff to catch up on, but this time we're going to focus on one particular book, and it's one of yours, and that's Take Control of Ventura.
1: Yeah, you know, even though I'm not living in California anymore, I I still feel like uh, it keep it keeps coming back. It keep <laughs> i those those California land- we're never going to run out of uh, California landmarks. I, I made a joke in this book that you know. In, uh, in 200 years, when we're covering Mac OS 213 Death Valley, um, I, I think I will no longer be writing about this stuff. But uh, for now, Apple's not going to run out of California landmarks, and I'm going to keep writing the books.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of hard to run out of California landmarks. I'm not sure many other states have as many. I'm not quite sure why, and that's a whole dis- another discussion.
1: Um, well, you know, eventually they might have to move on to Pennsylvania landmarks. There's going to be a Mac OS Hershey.
0: It, well, that's, you know, could be, could be. I doubt it, but it could be. <laughs> never say never. Um, you know, Joe, we've done a lot of these uh, Mac OS update books and a lot of discussions about this kind of thing. And I, I've maybe it's my fault because I always tend to think, okay, what. Where are the gotchas? what should we be concerned about because a lot of the new features have been publicized a lot of the the sexy new stuff is there, but I'm always worried when I make when I make that transition of where are the, the, the the pain points going to be. do you see any pain points coming with this? Not
1: not on any large scale you know there's always little stuff there's always little stuff there can't there can't not be um, and a lot of the little stuff, is sort of weird, surprising things that you don't realize till much later. So for example, uh, there's this new feature in mail where you can undo sending a message for you set how, you know, after the first 10 seconds or 30 seconds or whatever, you, you set that. Um, and uh, so it, you, can, you can turn it off if you want, but uh, I, I heard from the developer of a mail plugin that uh, one of their features just completely breaks if you have this uh, undo send thing turned on, and uh, it's something that you know what wasn't discovered until way, way, way into beta testing of Ventura because it only shows up under these these relatively weird uh, circumstances. So there, there will be some things like that, but I have not found anything that on a any, on a big level at a high level uh, causes any distress.
0: That's really, really good news, because that means then we can focus on all the fun stuff and the new stuff and the new features.
1: Yeah, uh, you know, I, I don't want to, I don't want to say, like, of course, the the book has a has a troubleshooting section, like. There will always be weird things that go wrong, and uh, some some uh, the experience may not be perfect for everyone. But this is not one of those upgrades where it just breaks a lot of stuff. For the most part, I just I don't even notice it. I don't even think about it. Didn't have to worry about a lot of software updates. No, there is there is really very little to no pain.
0: Well, that's I mean that's great. That's great. Um, so what what are you most excited about with Ventura? What what features have – I mean, I, I realize you just said that it, you don't even notice it, but there are these new features.
1: Well, you know, I was getting ready for this, and so I was reminding myself, what are all the new things I'm looking over, my, you know, the list in my book? And I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Well, I'm never going to use that. Uh, <laughs> they're, they're just – honestly, there there are a lot of features in Ventura that that demoed well. And they generated a lot of press. And I'm like, okay, I'll try this. And then some time goes by. I'm like, this doesn't make my life better. I'm just, I'm just going to turn that off. Or it, it solves a problem, but it also creates a problem. And on balance, I'd rather just leave the problem unsolved, turn that off. There was this uh, article in Tidbits, like, I don't know, a few weeks, a month ago, uh, where they did this survey of all the, all the features that were new in Monterey. And how many of these features are you actually using? And very few people were using any of the new features and, and most of them scored very low. And that that seems to be the trend, is that Apple keeps coming up with these features that look really neat and then hardly anybody uses them. So, and, and of course, of course, your mileage may vary. You are not me, so your needs and your preferences might be very, very different. And you might think that some new feature is just like the cat's meow, so to speak. Uh, but I, I say that because my cat was meowing outside the door. Anyway, but um, uh, for me, uh, most of the new stuff is just kind of like, yeah. it's there so i'll give you some 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 weird exceptions like for me (laughs) the the new thing that i actually use more than anything else is the weather app now of course i already have 99 other ways to know what the weather is (laughs) including looking out the window (laughs) but uh yeah it was annoying to me that on a mac like i have my iphone my ipad i've got multiple weather apps But on a Mac, I would always have to go to a website to get a weather forecast. And now there is a built-in weather app, which is actually quite nice. It's it's really quite decent. It's it's better than uh, a lot of the other apps that I had previously used on uh, iPhones and iPads. So I, I dig the weather app. And the weather app is like one of those. Did you really need that? I mean, for people a lot of people asking? I don't know if a lot of people were asking for the weather app. Weird, but okay, I'm using that now. A weather app is not exactly like <laughs> an amazing, strong story for why you should upgrade to Ventura because you a know, weather app. Um, but but it's but it's nice. Uh, there's also also things like. Uh, the, the copy subject feature, which, which is available in, in a bunch of different apps, like, you know, like photos, but also, also elsewhere, even in, in Safari, where you have a a picture, uh, a photograph, and you want to remove the background. You just want, you just want the, the person or the animal or whatever is in the foreground. And there's just a menu command to copy the subject. And then you can paste that in someplace else add a different background, make a a collage, do whatever you want. And I'm like, I I actually use it. I mean, of course, you know, there are ways of masking in Photoshop or whatever, uh, you know, image editing tool you use to remove backgrounds. But this is the easiest way I've ever seen. It's literally just one menu command and you've copied the subject without the background. And now you can paste it different places. I'm like, this is really cool. This is nice. I will use this. Um so th- there are a bunch of things like that that they're they're relatively small it, it, seemingly inconsequential features but I'm like you know that is actually that's handy there there's then a second class of features that's like I haven't needed this yet but I can imagine it being really handy on that rare occasion when I do need it like editing and unsending uh messages in me- the messages app uh, so you know I, I haven't encountered the need for that but there have been times in the past where i've like i you know i open messages and and i'm i'm not really paying attention and i, I and i like reply to the wrong thread or i i i, I misaddress something and i'm like oh. and then i have to say sorry that was actually intended for somebody else And so it will be nice to be able to unsend messages or edit messages when I screw up, things like that. And um, there are other things that are sort of like in the future, when the infrastructure of the web has changed enough to support it, it will be very nice to have pass keys so that we don't need to have so many passwords and so many two-factor authentication, you know, all that kind of stuff. There are very few sites to support it yet. It's something to look forward to in the future. Um, but anyway, there's 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 the, that sort of middle tier. And then there's this like the big sexy features like stage manager and, man, I'll tell you, I, I'm like, I, I saw stage manager demoed and I was like, really? Really, we have already 10 different ways to manage Windows and apps in Mac OS. I counted, I made a list and now we have an 11th way. Really? That was like on an iPad. Okay, great. That's something we didn't have, but on Mac OS, I'm like, okay, I'll give it a try. I'll turn it on. I'll use it for a few days. See what it's like. And I turned it on and I use it for a few days and I'm like, this does not make my life better. This makes my life more complicated. I'm going to turn it back off. Oh, well. And again, you know, your, your mileage may vary, but, um, that's That's been sort of my experience, is that with Ventura, it turns out that for me personally, the smallest things turned out to be the most helpful, and the biggest, flashiest things turned out to be just not even interesting to me.
0: I'm, I'm glad you qualified it that way, um, because I too looked at stage manager and I thought, this looks really interesting. But I also know from, you know, Trying to put things into practice that it may not be. Um yeah. I, I still I still like spaces, but I sometimes struggle with exactly their implementation or how I'm using them. So, yeah. you know, and that's and and that is probably me. That's not a problem with the feature, you know. But you're right. Uh the the idea that, you know, what works for you, just like if you and I sat out and made a list of our 10 favorite utilities. We would probably have a number of overlaps, but we'd also have probably some that are completely different. And I'd look at you and say, "Why in the world is that on your list?" So right,
1: yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I will just say though, if Keyboard Maestro isn't on your list,
0: I'm going to have some judgments. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're no, no, we're not going to get. We got to do that show sometime. We really do.
1: Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah. Anyway, um, so so like, all right. Now I'm I'm looking over my list right here and uh the, I, I will I will call out a couple more things that i think I think are are interesting, even though I haven't yet been able to put them to full effect i I expect that I will be able to and one of those things is the new continuity camera feature where you can use an iPhone as a webcam. I will definitely use that. Uh, I have, I'm, I'm, right now I'm using an iMac Pro and it has an okay built in webcam. Um, better than on my MacBook Air, not nearly as good as my iPhone. Um, so, uh, that, that will be a nice thing to have in the future. It, that I have some, again, some geometrical challenges here, but, but that'll be nice. Um, and I've tried a bunch of different cameras. Uh, internal cameras, external cameras, but, but, uh, you know, the using, using an iPhone as webcam has the potential to be, to, to really, to really make, make this look, they can't, can't improve this, but I mean, it can improve, <laughs> it can improve the photography of a bad subject. Um, so that's nice.
0: Today's Mac Voices is supported by Collide. Collide is an endpoint security solution that uses the most powerful untapped resource in IT, end users. Old-school device management tools like MDMs force disruptive agents onto employee devices that slow performance and treat privacy as an afterthought. Collide does things differently, though. Instead of forcing changes on users, Collide notifies your team via Slack when their devices are insecure and gives them step-by-step instructions on how to solve the problem. For IT admins, Collide provides a single dashboard that lets you monitor the security of your entire fleet, whether they're running on Mac, Windows, or Linux. That visibility makes it easy to prove compliance to your auditors, customers, and leadership. And by reaching out to employees via a friendly Slack message, Collide can help you build a culture in which everyone contributes to security. You can meet your compliance goals today by putting users first. Visit collide.com slash Mac Voices to find out how. That's collide, K O L I D E dot com slash Mac Voices. Thanks to Collide for supporting this week's Mac Voices.
1: Um, but you know, uh, although this isn't really a gotcha in the way that you were talking about, I do feel like any discussion of Enshura has to t- talk about that thing that everybody has been talking about which is system settings so maybe we ought to have the system settings talk
0: i think that's a good idea because that was on my list too
1: yeah so for those who are unaware uh for all time there has been this app in macOS called system preferences and that's where you go to set your system preferences and it's it was okay 10 15 years ago it's gotten a little bit long the tooth and uh one of the complaints has been it's kind of confusing to navigate like there are uh, you know a few different like four different large categories of things they aren't labeled but they're sort of similar-ish things grouped together, but they're all these icons, and then you have to like look through or like, oh okay, there's a thing I want. You click that icon, and then you have more and more layers of, of settings to go through. So Apple decided to change that. So it is no longer, it no longer looks like that anymore. It is now has a different name. It's called System Settings instead of System Preferences. And it does basically the same thing, but it but it looks and acts different. Now it looks like the settings app on an iPad or an iPhone. It looks weirdly, suspiciously, wrongly <laughs> like those. Things, things that used to be easy to find and easy to do are now hard to find and hard to do and don't make sort of user interface sense for the way the mac is for for the size of the screen and the fact that you have a pointing device instead of a finger like it just doesn't make good sense but the worst thing about system settings is you can't find anything you the the arrangement of of panes doesn't make sense anymore it's not just like four broad categories it's as many as 8 or 9 groups in the sidebar, but those groups aren't labeled, and they're not alphabetized. They sort of almost kind of but not really mirror the arrangement of settings in the settings app on an iPad, there are some a lot of things that don't match and don't overlap. But it's really, really hard to find anything. A lot of preferences have been put in just weird places that make no sense. And so you're left with, well, there's a search box. That's great. Use that. Definitely use that. Type in the name of the thing that you're trying to change, and then you'll probably get a match for where to change that. But Apple had an opportunity to not just change the look of it, but to make stuff easier to find and easier to use. And they didn't. All they did was make it look similar to an iPad, which was already hard to find stuff in. <laughs> so. Uh oh man, that hurts. That hurt. and there have been big, like, long, extensive websites written about all of the crimes of the system settings <laughs> app. And you should go read those. They're amusing. There are Twitter threads. There's all these different things where you know videos where people show how how awful it is in all these different ways. And it's it's disappointing because this was a problem that Apple could have solved, and instead of solving the problem they actually made the problem worse in just a different way. So system settings fills me with sadness, and I will not try to alliterate further, but it's just, all I can say is, I'm sorry, everybody, it is what it is. You wanna find something, use the search, field and it won't be where you expect it to be and a lot of things will require more steps instead of fewer and no i don't know why you can't like you can resize the window vertically but you can't stretch it out horizontally which is where it really needs the extra size and i don't know why and it's just part of this you know apple's relentless quest to make things look the same everywhere rather than emphasizing the unique capabilities and opportunities that each platform provides. And I just think it's misguided, and it makes me unhappy.
0: Um, Okay, so a couple things on this topic. First of all, um, as we record this, Ventura is not out. Ventura is is still in. I don't know if they've done a golden master yet. um, No, it,
1: it could still change. That's right.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, so that's there's there's a glimmer of hope. I'm not sure at this stage. Maybe if that's a lot of hope, but you know, because I think right now ventures slated to come out in October. That's what I hear, um, Joe. Given that, I mean is is there a benefit? You th- is is there any benefit? Do you think? And I heard what you said about maximizing the uh, the potential of the device, but at the same time, given the Apple ecosystem and the way it's grown into multiple devices. Do you think there's any benefit in trying to take this approach? Maybe not. Maybe this is a very early stage, but maybe it'll get better as it matures. But is is there a benefit?
1: It, it could certainly get better as it matures. And, you know, to your point, I am reminded of what was happening this time last year. This time last year, Apple made some changes in Safari in the early betas of Monterey. And everybody was like, Aah! this is the worst thing ever. And, and sure enough, uh, the outcry was was great enough that Apple was like, Oh, okay, we'll go back to mostly the old way. And, and they they undid most of the things that, that they had screwed up. So, okay. I mean, it's not unthinkable that that could happen again. But I ha- I'm less hopeful in this case because what really needs to happen is that the way of organizing and presenting settings needs to change not just on the Mac, but on, on all platforms. I shouldn't have to scroll, 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 and just dig and dig and dig to find any settings. I shouldn't have to use a search field to find any setting on any device. They should be arranged in a more logical, rational manner, if you're going to divide settings into eight different categories, at least label them. So I know, Oh, well, this is the one that has to do with net network kinds of things. This is the one that has to do with UI kinds of things, or whatever, at least at least give me a hint within within a category, could you at least alphabetize them or do something? So anyway, so but you asked, is there is there some value in this? And From Apple's point of view, the value is in the consistency. So you learn a thing once, and then you can use it everywhere. So if you are an iPad user, and you've learned how to use the Settings app there, then the idea is you don't have to learn anything new. You can just use that knowledge on your Mac too. And that would make sense if there were far more iPad users than Mac users. Now, there probably are far more iPhone users than Mac users. But what I don't see is people coming, starting starting with the iPhone, and then after getting used to the iPhone, getting their first Mac and going, oh, no, I'm confused. I don't don't see that really happening. I'm sure that iPhone users sometimes migrate from a PC to a Mac, and that's fine, but I I didn't see this as really being a problem that needed to be solved. So what I would think is, all right, let's say you have uh, a switch, it's an on-off switch, okay? So the old way in Monterey and before would be, there's a checkbox, and then there is the thing that you are you know, turn it on or off by 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 checking that box that is right next to that label the new way is you have the label here and then way over here you have an on off switch and it has to be way over here because everything has to be right aligned i guess it can't be right next to it so you have to do a lot more like this and um, everything has to be reworded so that it's not just you know it's not worded in such a way that it, it supports a checkbox. It's worded in such a way that it supports an on-off switch. And so, in in the process of seemingly trying to solve what I think is a minor problem, which is making the two platforms consistent to help with the transition from one to the other, they're creating a bigger problem, which is actually getting the most usability out of each platform. And what they're doing is they're saying it's more important to us to be able to make the experience a little bit better for people coming to the Mac from iOS and iPadOS for the first time than to give all of the many, many, many millions of people who have been using Macs for years or decades a consistent experience going forward so that's the part of the equation that doesn't seem right to me is you're you're doing something that benefits a relatively small number of people in a relatively small way while disadvantaging a much larger larger number of people in a bigger way of course this is my opinion and you may have a different opinion but uh, I, I, don't, I don't really see it as a net positive.
0: Joe is back to talk more about taking control of Mac OS Ventura in the next edition of Mac Voices, along with some updates on Take Control books and how best to find out what they're up to. That's all next time on Mac Voices, and I hope you'll join us. Until then, and as always, I'm Chuck Joyner. Thanks for watching. Visit macvoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media.